Welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 79 for the 13th of June, 2008. How are you? I'm not bad at all, Ian, and it's great to be here on the couch virtually with you on uh, on the couch 79. Number 79. Wow. It seems only the other day we were 69. <laughs> uh, but let's move on swiftly from there. Indeed. Um, so we're talking about the uh, standard set of uh, all everything to do with entertainment and technology news. Yes, the raft of technology, business news, content delivery, mobile news. Obviously, a bit of iPhone action will pop into the news. Definitely. Um, gaming news and other kind of wacky stuff that we've stumbled upon. Fantastic. Not to publicise or do any advertising there. Um, <laughs> so the business news, it's all about uh, the, I guess, the is it the, the wedding or the divorce, the big one, Yahoo, Google and Microsoft. What's going on there, Ian? Well, we've had Microsoft uh, making overtures towards Yahoo for some time now and it's been on, it's been off, it's been maybe on uh, and it uh, looks like it's finally Definitely off because uh, Yahoo's run off with Google by the sound of it. Right. So, yeah. uh, I More think, or less. Uh, they've done a little bit of dating on the side. I think, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So uh, I think Yahoo felt like uh, Microsoft was only in it for the search business. Right. Uh, so, uh, I mean, which is odd that they'd go with Google because Google is the search business. Like, I mean, I don't quite know... Uh, well, if you want to be in there, I guess I, I guess they need to use that as a bit of protection, maybe against Microsoft. And um, I mean, they have their own search business, and most of their revenue, I think, comes from um, search advertising. So, yeah, I mean, um, Yahoo is much bigger than Search, though. It's a yeah, it's they have a lot of editorial content and content and, and Flickr and a whole bunch of uh, different websites. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I guess. Uh, uh, but we talked about it before. There's no, there isn't really much kind of. Microsoft about Yahoo, like nothing uses, they don't use any Microsoft technology and uh, I guess they must have the old Internet Explorer browser, but that's probably about (laughs) it. Well, I always thought it would be an odd mix. I mean, uh, Mm. Microsoft's kind of old school technology, Yahoo's kind of new media, new technology. Um, It would be an odd combination, but um, I mean, Mm. my my thinking on the whole Microsoft thing is, you know, Microsoft makes a lot of money from operating systems and Office and it should keep innovating in that area that it's great at not try and i don't know it just feels uh it's it's kind of like this it feels threatened by google when they're not really mm. even competing in the same space unless they choose to well so they have like, chosen to though haven't they by yeah. actually buying into various paces whether it's in you know advertising um was it double click they bought recently Microsoft? no that was that was google oh okay yeah it was the the other guy so i mean Search is where the money is, I guess, or, or seen to be where the money is, and, and specifically yes. search-sponsored advertising. Yeah, so. and, and Microsoft said they were going to make something like 10% of their revenue from advertising in 10 years or something. So I mm. guess if they were going to achieve that, they needed to actually step up and, and uh, try and get Use some market share. Mm. Anyway, I mean, the upset of this is that the stock price of Google has, um, oh, sorry, Yahoo has gone down and Microsoft has gone up. Google, we're not <laughs> sure about. Um, I'm sure they're doing just fine. I think fine. the Microsoft offer was $33 a share 
mm-hmm. and I think the it's now going at just over twenty for Yahoo. So oh my goodness, that's um, that's not good. That's not very good. So I don't know how long the management team are going to hang around there. Mm. Um, oh, it's hard work. If I was a shareholder, I wouldn't be very happy. No, I wouldn't be very happy either. I mean, uh, I guess shareholders are in it not just because of. Uh, uh, making money, but because they believe in the company, I guess as well. But well, it must be for making money. In let's well, face it, I mean, <laughs> I guess fundamentally, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be for dividends or um, yeah, you know, appreciation. So anyway, yeah. I mean, that's hopefully that's kind of that's done. Um, and you can, if you look online, you can see uh, the full details of that are, are now out and yep. about. Um, technology news. What is uh, what's going on there? I found a little thing about YouTube where you can. Um, which is obviously Google. <laughs> yeah, that's to, right. you know, stories seem to all focus on a number of things, actually, don't they? but it's Google. You can now do <laughs> annotations of video. So I guess if you upload a video, and I haven't tried this yet, I've, I've got to do maybe my um, shark hunting in Cornwall videos I might stick up there and so you, mm, can, you can annotate them. But you can put speech bubbles on and um, stuff like that. So you can... Uh, and you can also click on the speech bubbles and things and take you to other videos. Oh, right, okay. You can do links and well, notes so and spotlights uh, and stuff like that. So, But you have to make, when you upload, you have to make your video editable, don't you? You can't. Right. You have to allow people to do it. So I think that's, uh, that's quite interesting. Have to see. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I mean, people, you could make a, a full interactive storyline, I suppose. Yeah, kind of like a DVD where you click on things and go other places. Yeah, yeah or those old adventure games where you could uh, explore different Ooh. realities, but uh, quite a lot of work. I mean, the... Uh, yeah. The ad in the show notes is some toy soldier in the garden saying "Hello world." So <laughs> <laughs> they haven't tried to quite a long, cut a long way from a an online video epic. Yeah, at the moment, but yeah, it's still interesting. We've got to give it a try. Any of the readers out there had a chance to use that, or can think of some innovative yeah, ways? Let us know. Let us know. How do they do that? Ian, send us an email at feedback at onthecouchpodcast dot com. Brilliant. Um, in the meantime, we've got quite a bit of news on um, content delivery. This. Wacky things happening there. Um, there was quite a lot of advertising. I think it was around CES time, wasn't there? About SanDisk and this thing called Take TV, which was a, yeah. um, a USB PC to TV video device where you could, I know, you could put, I guess you could put TV into one end and it would allow you to take content, move it around, and all this yeah, kind of so stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was effectively like uh, a set to box your TV content, but using kind of sneaker net. Like you plugged mm. your little Take TV thing into your PC, downloaded your content onto it. And then plugged it in to a little thing on your TV, sort right. of um, dongle thing on your TV. It was a dock. Uh, dock. A dock Sorry, yes, a dock on your TV. And then, uh, then you could play it back and you had a remote control and, you know, all that mm. usual sort of stuff. But I guess at the end of the day, this is a company, I mean, SanDisk is a company that's famous for making memory products. Yeah. And not- is looking, I don't know whether this is, you know, got them, they got quite a lot of airtime. They either spent a lot of time advertising yeah. it or it did capture a bit of imagination. Yeah. Um, so... I mean, I guess it appeals to kind of, you know, you have your content, you're physically moving it around. It's a challenge, isn't it? It's a problem. I mean, a lot of these yeah. things, you know, it's a problem space. It's like, well, how do we how do we do stuff with that? Um, so but it, then I don't really see the difference here between what I do, which is um, plug my yeah. iPod into my computer, yeah, download a TV show onto my iPod, then plug my iPod into the dock by my television mm. and then watch... Program on TV. Like. Well, I think I mean what they're saying here is that the the device still works, and clearly you can use it as a way of getting TV onto the device. Yeah. But you can't buy specific video files. They basically decided they can't compete with um, the Netflixes oh, right. and so Roku's and Apple TV, right. iTunes. So they basically shut down the service. Yeah. So the fanfare bit is not going, which is right. the the bit where they were obviously trying to license content. So mm. that's a wee bit. Um, 
different but it's, I mean we've seen quite a few like that that have come and gone I suppose um, and, and maybe they serve their purpose with the advertising and showing you know, this is what you could do with our products so yeah I mean at the end of the day I presume SanDisk are happy if they sell lots of uh, lots of memory cards so yeah well that's what I mean it adds value to the memory cards at the end of the day doesn't it so won't be bad yep. uh, another sort of similar I think we talked about Roku the other day didn't we but um, mm-hmm TFR in France, that's TF1 to the non-Frenchies out there, um, <laughs> have, uh, well, they've collaborated with a company called, is it, I don't know, Cesar or Cesar? I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, and that Cesar, C-E-double-Z or Z's, E-R, makes a set-top box and they right. you connect that via to your, um, via Ethernet, I guess. And then you yep. can use a remote control and you can browse content in the TFR vision library. Um, All right. So it's maybe okay, so it's like, essentially an IPTV set the box, yeah, or the archive of a particular channel. So it'd be, it'd be like the BBC, I guess, like iPlayer, but you need to have this specific box. So yeah. I mean, there's no, we haven't got any details about how um, this, you know, what it's going to cost. Um, yeah, difficult to see from a little screeny shot here. Um, other stuff. There's one being used by a company called Max Dome in Germany, and in the mm-hmm. Netherlands, something called PC Zapper. So this is clearly a way that you can have some kind of controlled access. Um, yeah. but yet not having just broadband access it seems a bit odd mm. and, and 512 kilobits a second are required again we haven't got any information about whether it's a progressive download I, mean, yeah. it, I can see the, the little screen clip we've got here says HD I mean you're not going to get that through 512 kilobits <laughs> no so presumably it's uh, well at least for HD it must be a download service I can't imagine yeah uh, the picture quality being too good. Well, I know, I mean, um, the Apple TV's done a couple of updates, and certainly in the UK now we can rent movies and buy movies, including HD, mm-hmm. with Apple TV. There's a Which reasonable a selection, actually. Um, nice but, change. But the prices are quite high. It's like, you know, for an extra pound, you can buy the media. So yes. it, it's a little more ephemeral, and, you know, at the end of the day, the disc size isn't that huge, so you're going to run out of space. So. Yep. Um so, I guess that brings us around to mobile news, doesn't it? So, uh, anything happening for the uh, iPhone at the moment, James? Well, there has been uh, the old Worldwide Developer Conference, which... Uh, um, which I think would be the most anticipated announcement and talked about announcement on the web that I've ever seen. Of and, and I personally, I mean, whether it was too, it was built up to be too high, I found it a bit disappointing. I don't know about you. Yeah. Um, I did look at the, the keynote and there was a lot of stuff going on about... You know, application development, which, to be fair, it is a developer conference, and so that's what the focus <laughs> yeah, which should is be. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so there was a lot of um, focus on SDK. There were no real surprises. Yes, there is a um, an iPhone 3G. Uh, yep. Yes, it's got a GPS in it. Um, and which is very, I must admit, that's very cool. Because uh, uh, if you have a phone that can tell you where you are, I mean. Especially in the US, though, there's been phones with GPSs in them for quite a while now. So this is not exactly. Not and I mean, I know the Windows guys sort of said, you know, isn't this going to worry you? And they said, well, you know, they're already they've got 20 million mobile phones out there with yep. Windows Mobile. They're bigger than RIM. They're bigger than you know, sort of BlackBerry kind of guys. Yep. And so they're not that bothered by the iPhone. They're still they regard themselves as having the largest market share and will probably mm-hmm. keep it there. I think the surprising thing was the price. Uh, yeah, so the game with the more traditional model where the uh, the actual operator sponsors the cost of the phone basically down to zero in the UK at least. Yeah, but then you're paying, you know, that's if you're paying £75 a month. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let's be realistic here. Well, you can, um, you can get it free for £45 a month or 
Yeah, yeah but that's not free, is it, Ian? That's like saying the BBC is free in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> it's not free. We all pay. Yeah, it's true. It's, so, I guess it's a different type of revenue model. Yeah, um, but it's giving more flexibility to the operator. Yeah. Um, I've also heard that potentially the they won't let you just buy it and walk out. Um, so they'll be op- doing some sort of operational optimizations to stop people oh, um, right. you know, hacking the phone effectively. It's basically locked to you as well as... Well, they'll make you register network. it in the shop or something. I don't know whether right. that will actually happen. And certainly Steve Jobs in his keynote did actually said, you know, they know people are using phones everywhere. Um, mm. But at least they're breaking away potentially from revenue sharing with with operators and they're looking to make their money yeah. through the app store and there were quite a few good really cool games advertised they were and um, i think this is this is the significant news and it's not not whether it's 3g or not although that's nice mm. and it's not about the gps although that's nice what i think is that as a platform now and uh i was having a chat with uh with a friend of mine this week and uh, he's he's not a technology buff but he read a few things in the paper and he, he said to me you know i don't think it's about the technology i think it's about the fact that they can they can now get all these people to to buy all these applications. Yeah, and uh, yeah. that's absolutely it. It's like, and know. there were a couple of Easter eggs as well. I don't know if you've heard about these in the um, no. the software development kit about what apps you can develop and can't develop. One of all which right. you're not allowed to develop navigation apps. Oh, like like TomTom type. Yeah, like oh really? Yeah, it says that you cannot oh. you cannot develop these. It says, um, oh. and anything that uh, what's would, the GPS for then? And, well, and anything that would compete with the uh, the iTunes music distribution service. Right. Okay. So you can't sell music. Well, it doesn't say you can't. It says without prior written permission from Apple. Okay. So they want their cut, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not saying no, but they they obviously <laughs> they're saying. But it's it's presumably <laughs> they've either got some deal going with Google on the maps or. Right. You know, maybe there's something else going I mean, on. Google there. Maps are pretty good, especially in the US. So yeah, I mean, if you look yeah. at the mapping world, it's pretty much tied up. I think it's um, Tele Atlas and Navtech, are the two companies that own. Yeah, data wise, yeah, that's, that's that, easy, that, isn't it? That's it. So unless you make your own stuff, and I guess Which Google's is, trying to do some homegrown stuff. True. I mean, their satellite. Well, I guess they purchase their satellite stuff, but all their the kind of low level well, stuff is all done flyover. So. Well, but the actual roadmaps are oh, yeah. that's, you know, that's, that's different data from pictures, isn't it? That's actually metadata mm. relating to routes and stuff and all the speed yeah. cameras and all this stuff. So, yeah. um, And I guess there's Nokia and TomTom with the guys that own those two different databases. So maybe Apple's got a deal going with them uh, or not. The, the other thing I saw, have you heard of Quick, Q-I-K? No. Which is streaming video from today, like N95 and other mobile phones. Uh, that's they've demonstrated a client for iPhone as well, so you can basically video cast live. Oh uh, right, that's hey, yeah, I heard something about that. Need someone doing that on an N ninety five. I didn't know it was called Quick. Yeah, uh, just look up qik.com. That's um, very cool. So it's all the you know the, the Twitterati are on there. So as they say, but I think uh, something people have been disappointed in is not having a front facing camera. Video. Yeah, well, you've got to have the iPhone three G version two, haven't you? <laughs> that's right. There's got to be something left for next year. <laughs> Um, and also, I'm not. I mean, it, I think that's a bit gimmicky. How many people actually use that? Well, to be fair, nobody. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that, that's partly because at the end of the day, when you're looking at your little tiny mobile phone with a one-inch screen, effectively. Yeah. You know, yes, you can see some coloured pixels that look like someone you know, but you know, it's not a, it's not a great, you know, it's not a great experience. Really. Exactly, and I mean, the, the video is going to degrade before the audio and all these kinds of things. So yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's an interesting environment, uh, but it was somewhat underwhelming. But then, I guess uh, 
no 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 new computers i suppose but then it, it's a very it showed itself in the in the um the demo section as a very capable computing platform certainly some of the 3d games were yeah, quite some of the games you know, looked amazing yeah uh, but then you know for 10 bucks or 10 pounds no doubt over here in the uk Oof, um, that's a lot of cash it's a lot of cash but uh i'm sure some might go that way but I mean, the other aspect is can you really play these games by touching on the screen well, a lot of them were tilting, weren't they? You used, okay. used tilting and stuff. But that's going to get old very quick, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've got one of on my jailbroken phone. I've got one OpenGL game, which is yeah. like a dungeon wander around with monsters and stuff. Okay. And you navigate that by touching the screen, and it seems to work fairly well. All so. right. Um, but yeah, I think some of the games did look fairly awesome, and I guess you're going to mm. get, end up there in an environment where you have to charge quite a lot to make the games, yeah. unless it is just a quick port from code you've already got on yep. a Mac environment, which... You know, there aren't as many Mac games as, as elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, so you know, that'd be interesting. So I'm mm, not sure, cool. I mean, if someone hacks it, maybe I'll get it because basically for where I live, I need to stick on um, the Vodafone network. Right. Um, although I just can't use the phone. So uh, we shall see. But um, as mm. I have a fairly dead area on my phone at the moment, it might, <laughs> might be a good incentive. And if I can get it at a reasonable price, why not? Well, I think in some places in Europe, you can actually get it completely unlocked yeah for a price i think the prices yeah, are still like huge so five or six no about 550 euros yeah which is uh twice as much as i paid for my phone so yeah okay well you paid for it in fact as we said yep, when i went to the u.s <laughs> specifically so i could get you an iPhone. exactly exactly you are my my iphone slave Fantastic. <laughs> um great so gaming um I've just ordered Metal Gear Solid 4 for the PlayStation 3, which Ooh. should arrive... Uh, now, what happens in Metal Gear Solid? Well, apparently... Have you ever played any Metal Gear Solid stuff? No. I played um, on the PSP, in fact. So I'm not, I'm not a, great, a great franchise buff. But essentially, uh-huh. you're some kind of special forces-y kind of guy. And it's, the emphasis is not on shooting people. It's on evasion and hiding. So the, the guy has like a chameleon suit, octo camo or something. Okay. Which blends in with all the environments, and you can just lie down, and and there are there are, I think there's opposing sides are facing are battling, and you have to get from A to B. It's more of a right. getting past without getting shot, and okay. you can either you know help out one side or the other to help you get through. And there's all sorts. Okay, of things so it's more know. strategy than yeah, more strategy than shoot 'em up. Although okay. there are awesome weapons and other things that you can use as well. well. Okay, um, yeah. that'd be great with the PS3 graphics. Yeah, and apparently, really, this is the first game that takes the lid off the graphics and, okay, and makes cool. it makes it sing. I'll be so, very interested to see what that's like. Um, but it is because it's a it's a sort of Japanese themed kind of thing. Yeah, it's right. quite artistic. So there's yep. I've heard there's, there are 90 minutes of cutscenes in it, which you can't skip. 90 minutes. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, all in 1080p. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> wow. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. It looks like a, a decent game. I, mean, I haven't got GTA. So have you played GTA or seen no. GTA 4? Yeah. Um, uh, people think, reckon that's pretty good. Yeah, so. I'm sure it is. This is supposed to be better, but I guess it depends what sort of game you're into. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, and also I saw Microsoft announce that um, no more, they definitely won't have a Blu-ray on the Xbox 360. So, so they said they won't do it again. Yeah, I won't do it again. But you you got some news here about Microsoft, um, the Red Ring of Death. What's, what's going well, on? Well, the, the theory here is that the, uh, the infamous Red Ring of Death, which I'd never really heard much about, but apparently a lot of Xbox 360s die with uh, the, the Ring of Leads on the front panel going red and yep. it being basically a brick. Mm. Uh, apparently it's uh, due to the fact that, um, that one of their chips that they actually manufactured rather than uh, going with a video... You know, coming like Nvidia that oh, they've got does a cheapo graphics, graphics processor, have they? 
Yeah, so they, they rolled their own. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're going to have to spend a billion dollars now fixing up all the Xbox 360s that have this problem. So they finally worked out what it is. Right. It's uh, over, overheating, right? Is that It's mean? overheating of the Xbox 360 graphics chip. So uh, I guess they've got another... Re- <laughs> they must have a number of service plants that just fix this. Yeah. Wow. Um, but again, like, you know how there was all those that issues about uh, Grand Theft Auto crashing PS3s and crashing Xboxes? Yeah. Again, I think a lot of these boxes are just susceptible to crashing generally and dying and uh, because being of played what? with a new game. Just kind of quality issues, basically. The, yeah. the games that push it a little further, unless the quality is bang on, the will uh, yep, knock them that's over. that's true. And I guess the more performant games will use more GPU and CPU. and, and so will, they're going to run hotter and da-da-da, yeah. and the chips overheat and die. Or, or maybe the fans are more clogged up with crap after a certain <laughs> that's amount of time. true as so well, you know, it doesn't help. These things sit around on the floor for like, yeah, picking you know, up oh, years. Half a pound of flesh in there, probably. <laughs> exactly. Eek. Yeah. So we've got uh, some more figures out on the, uh, the update of the uh, sales of consoles. Uh huh. And we wins uh, again, I guess. We wins again, uh, by far and away, uh, like triple the number of mm. Xboxes or PS3s. Uh, slightly down over the last couple of months, uh, but still not by much. Uh, so certainly the, I mean, you can see the release of uh, We Fit. In March, it uh, jumped up from about 432,000 consoles in February to 721,000 yeah. consoles. And you still March. can't buy Wii Fit in the UK. It's just not you, there. You can't. And yeah. in fact, I've even, I was even, I uh, happened to be in Croydon the other day and I walked past a store that said, we have Wii Fit inside. Uh, but that appeared to be just a con to get you inside because once <laughs> you were there, they didn't actually have it. So we have the box. It's physically yeah. impossible to get. Yeah. But uh, so you know, it's obviously done the done the done the job, and uh, certainly selling a lot of consoles. So, uh, have you played with your Wii recently? I have. I've got back into uh, Super Mario Galaxy. Actually, uh-huh. which is one of those games which I think I'm going to get bored of it entirely before I even finish it. Like, <laughs> it's uh, it's got so many levels, but it's it's interesting. You, you get to. It's not about a score or anything like that. It's mm. about kind of, you know, solving these puzzles and exploring new worlds. And It'll keep you going until the Star Wars game comes out, no doubt, which, <laughs> which I keep getting pinged by Amazon saying, Star Wars is coming later. Oh, Earlier, no. Later. I thought it was Earlier. like meant to be in June sometime. Yeah, now I've got something saying October. Oh, yeah. no. It's just, I mean, they clearly don't know, do they? They're just they're <laughs> they saying, don't. please don't cancel. Please don't cancel. <laughs> which I think I'm more likely to cancel if they keep telling me it's delayed. If they don't yeah. tell me, I'll assume I would have forgotten I've ordered it. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they're sort of reminding you, aren't they? Yeah. Most, uh. most weird. Um, so we fit, yeah. I'm not even, I think I've probably lost my will to get fit. Probably anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. I was chatting to my parents on the weekend who were in Australia. Uh-huh. And they go, have you got we fit? And I'm going, I can't get Wii Fit in the UK. Go, oh, we've got it. And both of them are up exercising and really? doing hula hoops. And, uh, oh, wow. So they're up on you there. They I, I, did have a, I had a look Very in Hong Kong when I was there the other week and they didn't have it there either. It sold yeah. out. But that's a, it depends. I did find a, a cool thing um, which enables you to play any games on Wii. Right. It's like a, a disc you put in. Yeah. And it's kind of like any, it's like a region free disc. So you, okay. you pop that in and then you uh, can pop in um, any region disc to play any games because not all games are released in all areas. Oh, right. Um, oh, but, cool. but apparently there is some spooky stuff you can do with turning it on and off quickly and chucking the discs in and all this kind of stuff. So, <laughs> um, uh-huh. But uh, I didn't get one nonetheless. So we shall see. Um, what other wacky stuff? Um, you had an article here on videotapes. I mean, isn't that kind of 
well, very it, last century. It is, but I, I don't know if you, you get all these kind of circular things or things that comes with the Sunday magazines we have in the UK where they, they appeared probably, um, I guess, a year or so ago. You could get a USB turntable. A USB turntable? Yeah, to archive your old, you know, 78s and 45s and 33s. Oh, right, I see. So you, I mean, the whole purpose is to, not to listen to it, but to, to copy them. Yeah, so get you it onto your iPod. You know? Right, um, I see. And so I, I saw this device from a company called Magix, which was Rescue Your Videotapes, and I thought it was going to be a similar thing, like a USB uh-huh. VHS player. Um, but no, it's just another one of these USB TV dongly things. That, right. Uh, and enables you to do that. So you need your own video it's a bit player, like, and you yeah. plug it in. And it's a bit like the Take TV thing, I think. Basically, yeah. you have to plug it in. But I mean, that's it. Just shows you know the VHS is a is a it's kind a dead of format. it's a dead format. But I mean, I, I mean, I've got VHS cassettes of. I think my wedding video is on a VHS cassette. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, aside um, from that, you probably, you know, not that I ever watched that. But, so. <laughs> but I mean, you'd probably want to keep a copy of that. Exactly. You, you're unlikely to want to keep any of your VHS content and do anything with it. I mean, the problem with VHS fundamentally is that it's real time. You know, if you want to record an hour worth of video, it takes an hour. And then if you want to compress it. Exactly. To well, I mean, all this stuff takes, you know, real. I mean, that's with my, um, you know, when I went shark hunting and stuff with my videos. Uh-huh. With HD, I wanted to be able to capture the video in real time. Um, and with a lot of HD stuff, if it's, um, yeah. I use HD DV. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be in order to to edit it. You need to sort of re-index it because it doesn't have iframes, ah. so it needs to be re-indexed on the fly as you acquire it. Oh man! Otherwise, it captures in less than real time, which is bizarre because then it has to cache the entire data stream oh. and then work on it. So, in fact, the further you are behind, the more you'll get behind because you're just the yeah, stuff yeah, is absolutely. pumping onto your disk really quickly. So, mm-hmm. um, but I guess that's why people are moving towards solid state uh, recordings. Yep, because it's faster than yeah, real time. I think I'd like to have an uh, HD camcorder with a uh, pre-express card 34. Have you seen that express card 34 format? No, what's that? It's um, supposed to be a uh, the next generation of PCMCIA card. Ah, okay. But it's quite, so, it's, so it's actually like a memory... It's kind of longer and thinner than a PCMCIA card. Right, yeah, okay. Um, I've seen those, but I don't, haven't known yeah. what they were. Well, I've got one in my, my MacBook Pro, and I've, I've actually uh-huh. stuck a um, all-format card reader in there. All oh, right, but you could you can get like a thirty-two gig solid-state drive. Nice that goes in there, which you'd use with the Vista Ready Boost or something. But I, I haven't heard of anyone mm. actually using no. that or making it work. But I guess it means you can run off a flash disk and essentially and uh, save battery. But uh, we shall see. Maybe when they've dropped in price. So James, I've got a problem. Maybe you can help me with. I, I want to do some projection stuff, but I don't want to have one of these boring screens just sitting there on the wall. Ah, what you need is a fog screen in fog screen. A fog screen. You know, in um, I, this this attracted my attention. Um, you know, uh, in Star Wars, when they do the three D kind of stuff, when the little R two D two gets out and oh yeah yeah, and says, um, "Help me, Obi Wan." Help me, Obi Wan. Uh, <laughs> or you know, Obi Wan is trapped inside the uh, uh-huh. the. the uh, I don't know. How does it? I think Luke's messing around with a droid, isn't he? And he he comes up with the. Um, That's right. He comes up with something. Uh, let's see if I can get a... <laughs> that kind of stuff. And R2... Uh, and R2 comes up with a... Um, with a sort of projected thing. And it's a bit... Because I mean, all this laser stuff, it's... Uh-huh. Shut up, R2. Uh, all this laser stuff needs some uh-huh. smoke to be projected into. So I think someone yep. maybe was inspired by that. And oh, okay. um, they've come up with a thing called fog screen, which actually projects like smoke, but it's actually 
right. water, I think. Uh, and they use that okay. as a projector screen and they make it in kind of one meter, one and a half meter high by two meters. So it's, um, right. So does it kind of... And it just squirts fog out. Or blows it up? Well, I don't know. It makes... It aerosolizes the water mm-hmm. and makes it into a screen which you can then project on. Wow, cool. With ultrasonic waves and stuff. So you don't need... Uh, uh-huh. You don't need to have a physical screen. but you And you can protect right. different things from both sides. And in fact, people can walk through it because it doesn't feel wet either. Yeah. That's cool. I don't quite know how that works. Maybe it uh, cleans your glasses when you walk through it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Cooks you or something. But, uh, um, Fantastic. And it's, apparently, I haven't seen one, but it looks pretty cool. And they have it at uh-huh. uh, you know, nightclubs and stuff where you can imagine you know, having the screen in the middle of the dance floor or something with projecting the funky things. Cool. And then Absolutely, you just you, know, yeah. you can walk through it and different stuff on different sides. Yeah, and, so it could actually be physically part of where you are as opposed to yeah, there's no, stuck in a wall. Obviously, cool. it needs to hang. This, I guess it's a big drain pipe with small holes in it that drip through <laughs> But then we get fog screen. It's I, want one. It's I want two, um, <laughs> and then you can make it bigger. Um, so yeah, they, when you get your um, your home cinema set up, that's what you need. That's what I need. Yeah, it'd probably keep you cool as well, I would imagine. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you just want to cool down a bit, you can just jump into the screen. <laughs> exactly. Most excellent. Uh, so if you've got a fog screen and give us a bit of feedback, or you've seen one, do let us know. Feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. And, That'd be uh, great. It's uh, good to have you listening, and we look forward to seeing you in the big episode 80. Number 80? Ooh, that is exciting. Yeah. Do we, we don't get, what do you get at 80? Bus pass or something? <laughs> yeah, I think you get that at 65 these yeah, days. Yeah, there we go. We're way past that. Indeed. <laughs> okay. All right, James, will you have a great week? I will do, and uh, goodbye from me, James. And goodbye from Ian. Bye. Cheers. Bye.